Welcome to Lockdown Pistons. I'm your host, Duncan Smith. You can follow me on Twitter at DuncanSmithNBA. And if you are watching this on Periscope, you're probably already following me. So thanks for that. So it's been almost a week. Uh, hopefully last week you guys caught the second podcast, if not both. Um, I had Mo Evans on the pod, and that was a blast. We talked about uh, the big three. We talked about his time in Detroit. Uh, he was only here for one season. It seems like it was it seems like he was here much longer than one season. But it was uh, it was a great season. It was the 2005-2006 season where the Pistons won 64 games. It was a great year. We we also talked about uh, favorite Palace memories since the Palace is about to be no more um, as far as Pistons games at least. And uh, ironically enough, he and I both had very very similar um, choice for our favorite Palace memories, and that was the Christmas Day game against the Spurs the year after the Pistons lost to the Spurs in Game Seven of the Finals. So it was a it was a great conversation with uh, with Mo. So hopefully you guys will check that out. That was from last week, last Tuesday, I believe it was. And this week we're following it up tomorrow with an interview with uh, Detroit Pistons community ambassador and two-time NBA champ Earl Jurton. Earl Latour is going to be joining me here on the podcast tomorrow. So uh, that will probably go up tomorrow night, if not uh, Wednesday morning. So um, that's what's on the agenda down the road and. Uh, we would uh, like to ask you to uh, check out our sponsor, SeatGeek, and you can do that by uh, downloading the app to your phone. It is an app. You can use it to get uh, tickets to uh, games or, or uh, concerts or shows. You can use it to find your, uh, your best value, basically, for your dollar. Um, it's, uh, it's a great way. This market where you have a lot of options, it's a great way to find your best possible deal. You can do this by downloading the app to your phone, going to the settings tab, entering the coupon code LO Pistons. Actually, the coupon code is now LONBA. We've changed it. Don't do LO Pistons. It's LONBA. Enter that coupon code, and you'll save 20 bucks off your first purchase, and you'll let them know that you came from us, and so everybody will win. We're going to talk a little bit about Kyrie Irving, and we're going to talk about the faint possibility, uh, although SPN might suggest that it is not so faint of the Pistons acquiring Kyrie Irving in a trade. ESPN Insider, I'm looking at it right now on the screen, for those of you who are watching on Periscope, I'm looking at this uh, this fake trade that I posted to my own Twitter account. Broke this trade down in detail for uh, for Piston Power. Uh, but the, the details of this trade include uh, Kyrie Irving and Tristan Thompson going to the Pistons, uh, DeAndre Jordan and Reggie Jackson going to the Cleveland Cavaliers, and Andre Drummond, Stanley Johnson, and a Pistons first-round draft pick, presumably for this season, this year, um, <clears throat> me, this coming, uh, this coming draft, um, that would be going to the LA Clippers. So uh, Pistons get Kyrie and Tristan Thompson, Cavs get DeAndre Jordan and Reggie Jackson, and the Clippers get Andre Drummond, Stanley Johnson, and a future Pistons first-round pick. Um, right off the bat, it's uh, it's fairly one-sided as to who wins this deal. Uh, the Pistons come away with the best player. Uh, they trade away the two players actually who have significant questions about their um, their their questions that um, are, are are grave. Basically, uh, we don't know if Reggie Jackson's knee is going to be um, is going to be in, in game shape next season. We don't know uh, what Stanley Johnson we're going to get. Uh, we don't know if he's going to take the the steps forward that. Um, that the organization hopes, um, and those will be two players going out that 
uh, that you know the Pistons wouldn't have to worry about anymore. You know, Reggie Jackson, if he comes back to his uh, his status of 2015-16, um, you know, that, that's a very good player, and uh, he's not as good as Kyrie Irving. <laughs> Even now, um, Kyrie is young. Uh, he's uh, relatively healthy. He doesn't have chronic issues, uh, which I need to admit is, is for Eddie Jackson. Um, Stanley Johnson, uh, again, you know, like a uh, gifted defender. Um, he's uh, strong beyond his years, but uh, will he ever have a jump shot? Um, will, he, will he be an able scorer? Um, these are questions we can't answer either. And Andre Drummond is another guy who uh, may have plateaued. And, um, you know, I think he's a guy that a lot of teams would like to have on their roster, uh, Pistons in particular. Um, but, you know, there's a, a pretty large price tag with a lot of long-term money, four years, $105 million left to pay uh, to, to Andre Drummond. Um, so shedding these things while getting Kyrie Irving would be, uh, would be an unreasonable win, basically. Um, it, it would be uh, it would be too good, too much to ask for uh, for the Pistons. It would not be a a fair trade all the way across. Basically, I think the Cavaliers take the worst of this. The Clippers come away okay with it. Um, you know, they, they replace uh, they replace DeAndre Jordan with somebody younger who can be modeled into the same kind of player that uh, DeAndre Jordan is, and they also uh, you know Stanley Johnson is a younger piece and uh, a first-round draft pick uh, from the Pistons is a pretty significant win for them. Um, the Pistons would come away with the best player in the trade uh, fairly significantly, by a fairly significant margin, in Kyrie Irving. And they would also come away in this trade with, uh, with Tristan Thompson, who is a more modern center and uh, somebody who fits today's game better than, uh, than Andre Drummond does. Uh, he doesn't need the ball in his hands. Uh, you know, Drummond doesn't need the ball in his hands, but he demands the ball, I guess we could, uh, we could say. Um, and that's not a problem with, uh, with Tristan Thompson. Um, so the Pistons would come away the biggest winner here. Uh, they would trim uh, several million dollars in salary off, uh, off the top. But, you know, the salary has to go somewhere. And uh, the team that gets more expensive is the team that can't afford to get more expensive. That's the Cleveland Cavaliers. They would add $3.3 million in salary. I'm kind of looking at the screen here uh, in my notes. Um, they would add $3.3 million in salary, and at the current uh, luxury tax threshold the Cavaliers are at, um, every dollar they spend, every additional dollar they spend, uh, is uh, $4.75 in taxes. So essentially, uh, this additional $3.3 million in salary uh, will cost them about just shy of $16 million in luxury tax. So essentially, the Cavaliers would get worse, adding... Um, DeAndre Jordan and Reggie Jackson losing Tristan Thompson and uh, Kyrie Irving and it would cost them $20 million to do it an additional $20 million to do it it's, it's simply not a deal that makes any sense um, it, and this would all just to be basically to make Kyrie Irving happy um, the Cavaliers are not going to take a wash like this uh, or it, it's, uh, it's a very unfriendly deal uh, to the, the Cavaliers um, I ran a poll <laughs> I ran a poll last week uh, asking who would say no. 73% uh, of respondents said the Cavs, 18% said the Clippers, and 9% said the Pistons. Um, who the 9% of respondents uh, were that said the Pistons would, would say no to this deal, I don't know, but uh, I, I question their judgment in this case. Uh, and this was a fairly large sample size, 3,200 votes almost. Um, you know, most, very often, uh, you'll, 
put a vote up on Twitter, and uh, the results will come off looking fairly preposterous, but uh, this was a scenario that I think the, uh, the poll results were fairly indicative of, of the facts, and um, you know, the, the Cleveland Cavaliers would take by far the biggest wash in this deal. Uh, they, would, they would take a significant um, loss, uh, both on the court and financially, and concerning the fact that the Cavaliers have no actual uh, requirement to move uh, Kyrie other than just to get a potential locker room issue out of the, out of the way. Um, this is not a price that they would be interested in paying. Uh, Rafael Torres says, I don't get why the Pistons would want to trade uh, Reggie Jackson. And right now, um, you know, as far as as far as far appearances go, uh, this would not be the time to trade Reggie Jackson. Um, you know, his, his trade value is most likely at its lowest. Uh, but, you know, if a deal like this was to come along, um, this is something that uh, I think would be immediately snap accepted by the Pistons. Um, as it should be, this isn't a deal that is reasonable. This is this is one of the, one of the biggest uh, one of the biggest draws for the Pistons. It's, it's unreasonably favorable for the Pistons. Um, so you know the Pistons aren't seeking to trade Reggie Jackson, but if something arose where they could get uh, a massive haul like this, um, I think they would be more than willing. The Pistons, if there is a Kyrie Irving trade, the Pistons might find themselves involved in some way. Um, you know. The Pistons have managed to involve themselves in uh, a couple of of, uh, of deals involving superstars or attempts to get superstars in the last couple of years. Um, as as we know, Marcus Morris and Reggie Bullock uh, were both acquired from uh, from the Phoenix Suns in 2015 uh, for a uh, for a second round draft pick. Um, and this was made possible because the Phoenix Suns were just trying to cut sa- uh, cut cut cap space. They're trying to cut salary to get the space in order to get Lamarcus Aldridge, who was um, probably the prime free agent on the market at the time. Uh, of course, the Suns didn't get Lamarcus Aldridge, and they they ended up shelling out to fairly decent players um, for for essentially nothing. The Pistons capitalized on a situation where uh, where there was significant movement around the league. Um, and uh, they, they came away with uh, a couple of nice pieces in the shuffle. Um, the same thing happened just, uh, just a couple weeks ago. Uh, the Pistons acquired Avery Bradley and a 2019 second-round draft pick in exchange for Marcus Morris, and the Pistons were able to do this um, because while the Celtics love Bradley and everything, um, they had to clear enough space to consummate the signing of Gordon Hayward. And so the Pistons were able to take advantage of a situation there where a team was in need and they, they gave the team what they needed, but they came away with a, a very nice piece. And, uh, you know, it, it, it solved a long-term issue for Celtics. As uh, Sham, Sham God on Twitter says, uh, one of Bradley or IT is due an extension. Um, you know, they're going to have, they're going to become a, a very expensive team after being a fairly affordable team um, up to this point. So uh, one of those guys had to move, and it might as well be the guy whose salary fit. Almost to a T, um, in order to get the uh, the Hayward deal done. Um, so, I I think that if the Pistons are involved in this deal, it's going to be a uh, as a as a tertiary team, uh, not a team that comes away with something something significant. Um, but I think that they're going to uh, they they would be willing to uh, to make um, to help shuffle things around to facilitate a deal that uh, you know would get them uh, some sort of marginal piece that could be a uh, 
a uh, contributor or some kind of uh, future draft pick or something like that. So I think that the Pistons would be um, would be interested in being involved in that. Uh, but I, you know, there's there's not some sort of uh, reasonable scenario where the Pistons make the biggest splash in uh, coming with Kyrie Irving. Um, it's it's just not something that's uh, possible. So um, this is uh, the first first. Uh, episode of the week for Lockdown Pistons. We've got at least one more coming um, with uh, Earl of Twirl tomorrow, and we'll uh, probably be back at least one more time beyond that this week, and probably further periscopes as well. So uh, if you're enjoying the podcast, um, and I hope you are, um, please uh, please go to uh, iTunes and rate and review the podcast. Um, you know, that's, that's stuff that's great for our visibility. Um, the better our visibility, the, the happier we are, the happier the... Uh, happier our higher-ups are, and um, you know, the, the more visible the podcast is, uh, I think it's, it's better for everybody. Um, so you can also check these podcasts out on Periscope. You can stumble across those if you follow me on Twitter, at DuncanSmithNBA. Um, Periscope handle is the same, at DuncanSmithNBA. Um, so uh, I thank you for tuning in. I thank you for listening. Uh, it's also on Google Play Music, I hear. Um, Slappy Sam in chat says... Uh, you can find it there as well. Um, it's also on uh, Stitcher, I believe, and uh, Podcast Addicts. So if uh, if you're not using an iPhone, uh, you can find that there. And I also post all these on Twitter as well. And uh, to my Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash JunkinSmithNBA. Um, so lots of ways to find us. And, uh, you know, uh, all your criticisms are, are well received. Um, whether you, uh, you have input that is good, bad, or different, um, I'm always happy to hear it. So... Um, I'm glad to be back, and I'm looking forward to uh, to some more podcasts this week. Talk to you later, guys.